If you've ever been misunderstood, then you know what it means to get your feelings hurt. But here's the thing. God knows you. And if your motives are pure, the pure in heart shall see God. So stay encouraged. In fact, Proverbs 24, 11 says that he weighs the heart. So if you're genuine, there's no reason to be defensive or disappointed or even frustrated because the one who matters sees you so that you have no need to prove yourself to those who can't or won't see, appreciate, or understand you. And in this episode of the Woman Pray podcast, we're talking about why and what to do if you're good in intentions have been misinterpreted. Join me today. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. There are times when your best intentions are misinterpreted, leaving you deflated and in many ways broken. I mean, who wants their character impugned or second guessed? No person of integrity can appreciate being doubted or thought of as an untrustworthy. Yet that's what can happen when your good is taken as evil or your motives are questioned. It's a terrible feeling. And yet, as Christians, we're not to live out by our feelings. We're supposed to be living by faith. But if we don't answer the question, how, then being misunderstood can be the snare that steals our joy, potentially breaks relationships and undermines what God is doing in our lives. So if you've been misunderstood, I just want to encourage you to maintain your joy, stay focused and trust that God has your best interests in mind even when your character appears to be threatened. Before we get started, please be reminded of the Empower Me Women's Conference opening Friday, March 17th at 7 p.m. It's the launch and the insight that you need to understand spiritual warfare so you can't afford to miss it. We're equipping you in ways that will minister to you personally and enable you to fight for your life, your family, and for this nation as a believer in the one who's already overcome the world. And so to ready yourself for that night, I also want you to join me in a day of prayer. On Friday, the 17th at 8 a.m., we're going to pray for the day. And so I encourage you, especially if you're coming to the conference, to ready yourself by spending time in his presence. Our prayer time will be the precursor to a powerful weekend. So register today at womanpray.com or you can go to Hope Cathedral dot com forward slash em for the conference. Lastly, you need a mentor. 
you need the you need the challenge of hearing the word in a way that not only enlightens you, but makes you accountable in ways that will please God and spur you on in Christ. So join Woman Pray Mentoring. An investment in yourself is worth your time, your attention and your focus. So register today at womanpray.com. And now. Titus 1 verse 14 says that to the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but even their mind and conscience are defiled, which means you can't afford to get sidetracked or distracted when someone has commentary or thoughts toward you that are not accurate. Wouldn't it be great if everyone, especially those closest to us, trusted that our motives are pure and innocent or sincere? But the reality is there are times when what we do or what we've said is seen as less than what we intended, not because of us per se, but because people are generally suspect. Our world is broken and trust is hard to find. And so if we're misunderstood or our actions are wrongly, falsely, or even cruelly misinterpreted, don't let it break you. Instead, learn from the examples of those before us. And so I think of Hannah. When Hannah cried out to God in her anguish of heart or bitterness of soul, the scripture says she prayed with tears and no sound was heard. Eli saw her and misinterpreted what was going on, calling her drunk before God. Here's a lady pouring out her heart to God and the leader of the synagogue comes up and calls her drunk. How insulting is that? Now, clarity was given to Eli. I mean, he stood corrected and then blessed her. But what do you do when you give clarity and you're still not believed? Well, that sounds a bit like Mary who worshiped at Jesus's feet, but her sister misunderstood and saw her actions as inconsiderate, maybe even lazy. Well, if I'm a hard worker and my own sister sees me as a slacker because I'm worshiping my savior, well, if not completely offended, I'm pretty sure slighted is probable. <laughs> but Mary says nothing. She doesn't defend her actions, nor does she abandon her posture or correct Martha's misunderstanding. Instead, she continues in her worship and Jesus himself speaks up on her behalf. So listen, I believe that if we respond like Mary, Jesus will defend us too. If your good intentions are misunderstood or considered impure, as frustrating as it may be, and as much as you may feel compelled to correct a person's perception or conclusion, in reality, your worship of God is enough for him to be your defense. Mary worshiped and Jesus told Martha she should join her. When David, for example, tried to assure Saul that he was no threat, Saul's insecurities got the better of him so that everything David did was seen as disingenuous. Yet David's intentional worship would not only bring him through the hardship, but his worship ushered him into his position as a king. Moses is another example. He was misunderstood by Israel on several occasions, but generally he didn't allow the people's misunderstanding to distract him from worshiping his God. When he pursued God with obedience, that was his worship. God continued to instruct him in leadership. 
The moment he entertained the people's misunderstanding, however, he became disobedient to God and disqualified from a promise. My point is your worship or your obedience to your father, even when misunderstood by others, is what will solidify or affirm what God is doing and can do in your life. When your motives are judged wrongly and what is said about you is so far from the truth or your intentions are completely misrepresented, taking time to defend yourself may be tempting, but it's the way of the world. Jesus was misunderstood, but like a lamb to the slaughter, he did not open his mouth. In fact, they accused him according to Matthew 27, 12, but he answered nothing. In other words, he didn't look for or need the acceptance, validation or approval of man because who he is and why he came was the will of God so he could stay focused. And his example of what it means to stay focused begins with remembering your why. So like Jesus, your decision to do good is because you want to please your father to honor him. That's your why. And the one who knows your heart is the only one who really matters. Jeremiah says that he searches the heart and he tests the mind, even to give to every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. So be encouraged that your father will honor honor the good you do, even if others misinterpret or assign false motives. Staying focused also means following his voice to have a greater impact than the voices of those who may second guess your motives. In other words, when you find something in scripture and you're choosing to follow his leading, the opinions of man can't matter. You just can't let it. I think of Peter. Peter got out of the boat to walk on water. The other disciples, they watched and they probably thought show off. But Peter wasn't concerned about their opinion. For those few short moments, he stayed focused on Jesus in the same way. Every day, even when tempted to entertain those who question your heart, make a conscious decision to go forward by staying focused on what you're doing for God. And finally, stay focused by remaining true to who you are. First Peter 2:12 says, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. In other words, if you recognize that your motives aren't pure, own that and repent, receive correction and adjust yourself. If, however, you can say that your response is sincere, then worship, give him the glory and maintain integrity of heart. And eventually someone's going to see Christ in you. They'll see a person who eats the bread of sincerity and truth and see the reward of the faithful. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God, he looks at the heart, making the primary one to please your father. And because you know it's not fun when your intentions are misconstrued, believe the best in others as well. Love chooses to believe all things, to hope all things and to endure all things. And so we give the benefit to the doubt. We believe the good in others rather than the bad. Amen. Let's pray. 
Father, we thank you so much for your word. Your word is what guides us. Your word is what we desire to do so that we're not hearers alone. And so we're asking that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us so that we are pure in heart. Our motives are true and pure before you so that you can show yourself strong in each one of our lives and where we are missing it, where our motives aren't pure. We're just asking you, Father, to have mercy as well as to reveal it so that we don't stay in a place that's distant from you. And so we draw near to you with a pure heart and, and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. We hold fast to our confession of hope without wavering because you who promised are faithful. Show yourself strong in each one of our lives because we really do want to see you. And so we eat the bread of sincerity and truth. We look to your word to be our guide and we thank you, Father, that you are faithful who's promised. So we commit our way unto you that you would give us good success where we would taste and see your goodness every day of our lives in Jesus's name and all of the believers said amen well thank you again for joining me on the woman pray podcast I hope that you're preparing to come to the the woman pray uh, gathering that's going to take place on Friday March the 17th at 8 a.m and that you'll continue with us on that night as we open our women's conference empower me our focus again is spiritual warfare and I don't think you want to miss it I also want to encourage you to participate in our mentoring program go to womanpray.com for more information and I look forward to seeing you again next week on the Woman Pray podcast. God bless you.